Welcome to the Two Tunes Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm <laughs> you just pointed to me like, say, <laughs> say, 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 say your name. Say your name. What if I said something else? I was like, Bo smells like... No. And I'm and I'm Stinky Miss Juice. Grape Fago. <laughs> Fago. Yeah, sure. That so was you. That was me. Yeah. I got a new phone. Yeah? Is it going to ding on the podcast? Like all the <laughs> That's not my phone. That's my watch. <laughs> Um, so since we've recorded last, sort of like two weeks ago when we recorded, but not five minutes ago when we recorded. Okay. Cause sometimes we record a couple episodes in a day. Yeah. Um, I have seen the band. Thank you scientist. Oh yeah. How was it? Really good. Really, in- really. Good. And I don't, I, that sounded surprised, but like <laughs> surprise. Well, here's the thing. I had never heard them at all. Heard of them. In fact, okay. uh, uh, been mentioned in the Discord before yeah, yeah, yeah. because folks are fans. Uh-huh. Um, and I, there was a conversation in the Discord like a while ago about like just shows that are happening. And people kind of like, yeah, I feel like comfortable going to shows again maybe. And uh-huh. and um, Harrisburg like got some stuff going on yeah. between XL Live and HMAC oh, and like God. the Harrisburg University series and different stuff. Like there's some good stuff that has happened that is happening and whatever. But mm-hmm. Um, anyway, my, my buddy Andy texted me like that week or whatever. And it was like, Hey, what are you doing on Saturday? And I was like, nothing. I don't know what's up. And he was like, do you want to go to XL live and see thank you scientists? And I was like, yeah, I've heard of them. I know none of their music. And I thought about like listening to some, but I was like, "Mm, let's just hear it live for the first time. And it was a really, really great show top to bottom. Um, the first band was Narbot. I've heard of them. Yeah, they were, I haven't heard them, but I've heard yeah, of them. Yeah, they were they were cool. Very mathy. Okay. Uh progressive. And it was really interesting cuz it was like all very instrumental. And then they played like this like 12-minute epic tune <laughs> that the one guitar player like sang on. And it was really interesting. It was cool. Also they have a keyboard player. It was kind of the way the stage was set up was like kind of like strange that like most of the band was like kind of front and center and then like their keyboard player was kind of like off to the side a little bit Mm -hmm. and like you could hear chords and pads and like different like little synthy lines and stuff they had like a like a three two or three keyboard setup Mm -hmm. and and, like a laptop and different stuff but mostly just like supporting things or whatever and then like their last tune the keyboard player just like shredded this solo and it was like holy crap like you've just been like storing up all this stuff like that whole time and like like, we need to and, feature him for a second yeah uh it was re- it was really cool and then um consider the source was the second band again a band i've never even heard of I've heard of the name um and it's a it's a three-piece and all instrumental stuff again and like really really cool and well done and like a ton of like world influence and whatever um like while they were on i was like on their wikipedia page because i was like I want to know more about you guys and whatever. And like they've studied like in India and they've studied all this like Balkan music and different stuff. It's really, it's really cool. Um, and then uh, thank you. Scientist was the headliner and they were awesome. And for those that don't know that I don't really know like a ton about them. Obviously this is my one and only experience with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, singer, great singer. Um, kind of sounds like Co or Claudio. Claudio from Cohe, just just that upper, yeah, yeah. very high tenory. That that's how I discover them is through Coheed. And sure. Like, oh, this kind of sounds like yeah, that. yeah. And, and it's like, got a oh. similar vibe and stuff. Yeah, and but it's not the same. No, 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 no. Um, it's one of those definitely like for fans of. You could say for fans of Thank You Scientists, listen to Coheed. For fans of Coheed, listen to Thank You Scientists. But like you're not getting the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but singer, drums, uh, bass, guitar, violin. Yeah, saxophone, trumpet, 
very cool instrumentation and it all worked really well they the first couple of tunes they were still working out the the live mix okay they got it worked out eventually like the saxophone player was like shredding on the first tune mm-hmm. you could barely hear them no. i was like come on man like <laughs> so they got that they did get it figured out though but yeah man they were really great um listener of the show friend of the show devin uh was there uh smashed up against like the front barrier <laughs> <laughs> he, he posted some great pictures on like facebook and instagram and i was like you were way closer than me um bo you and i saw uh mark latiri together at yeah. xl live and mm-hmm. uh sat at the exact same table that i sat at for that i saw Just the pictures and i'm like in the in the back like an old man but that's totally fine it was great um yeah yeah but i, re- I really enjoyed them um anyone who's in or around the harrisburg area check out what xl live has going on um they pull in like a lot of good stuff and like mm-hmm. there's just a ton of bands that i've just never heard of um um i should just take a you know spend the 20 bucks sometime and just go see some shows because it's it's reasonably priced yeah to i just mean, go see something i think shows in general or at least the shows we want to go see are are good priced are good yeah are yeah. pretty good priced right now i forget what i paid for frank turner mm-hmm. now he's a bigger name yeah that was all they made a bank on that too because that place was mobbed for that show mm-hmm. um you know snarky puppy we were supposed to i don't know if you were but i had tickets for that no. for the new year's eve show that was like 80 bucks or whatever but again like new year's eve show it's probably like gonna be like a three or four hour set like yeah yeah. you know what i mean like was I, it gonna be there yeah it was interesting yeah interesting. it would have been super fun um are you gonna tell the people about the car that you saw oh i should uh should i save it for next episode well i mean we just talked about where you were so okay unless you got something else this is like relative i guess so you saw but anyway i was just gonna say i i really enjoyed that show a lot it was super fun okay so people should check them out i will when i listen to them more i'll i'll certainly bring something of theirs to the podcast maybe some consider the source too because i really i really dug them mm-hmm. narbot forgot their merch because <laughs> my like for the whole tour i don't know i think this might have been a one-off for them because they're okay. from philly okay All um right. <clears throat> i'm not totally sure mm-hmm. um but my my besides buying vinyl or cds or whatever i like started to get stickers from bands mm-hmm. and stuff too and i have my record shelf at my office which i'm going to get another one of to fill all my records and stuff but i'm starting to put like stickers on there and like that's like a nice way to like kind of remember shows and stuff mm-hmm. um and bands i've seen in different things but um <laughs> the narbot guys were like talking about we're sorry we forgot merch uh he like blame the one guitar player something like it's his fault um so i didn't get anything from them uh, I tried to get a sticker from Consider the Source. They didn't have any, but the uh, very nice girl running the merch table, who was very high, um, <laughs> no shade, just she was very high. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did give me a sticker of this artist that like does all their artwork and stuff. So that was kind of cool. Um, we had a nice little moment, <laughs> and I and I bought their one. They bought their newest CD too, and then um, I bought. Again, hadn't even heard them yet. Bought vinyl from Thank You Scientist. It was their like 2014 release, I think, something like that. But mm-hmm. they had two. That one had the cooler cover, so that's the one I got. So, okay. and I got a sticker from them too. Awesome. And apparently, it must be one of the band members' dogs that's on the sticker because I was looking at their social media and there's a dog featured quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's well, all. Kind of so apropos of nothing, but I just was like, yeah, I went to that show. It was, it was dope. And on your way, you saw this car. I saw this car uh that had do you have the picture i do pulled up so it definitely had a um lead singer syndrome sticker yep 
uh, a Silverstein sticker, I want to say. Yep. And then there's a third thing that I'm forgetting. Um, that's August. Uh, August Burns Red? Yeah, August Burns Red. Okay, which is Lancaster-based, yeah. mm-hmm. hardcore, heavy metal band. I was I just sent the thing to Bo, and I was like, is Shane told in this car? <laughs> like, Yeah. And then I went on to Shane Told's Discord and was like, "Hey, whose car is this?" <laughs> and then this one person, like this one person, tagged another person, and then that person was like, "Oh yeah, that's my fiance's." Lol. Mm-hmm. And then that then that person was like, "Yep, that's my car." That's funny. And then other people down the line was like, "Dude, is that really your car?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." So I thought it was funny. Okay, good story, Bo. It is. <laughs> Because apparently they were seeing uh, Texas Texas in July. Oh, was that the same night? Yeah. That was at HMAC. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any preference of venues in Harrisburg? Like uh, what's good and what's bad? I really like XL Live. This oh, is yeah. now my third show there. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, it's 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 new. Um, so it, that helps. Um, this is going to sound really bad, but it looks yeah. clean. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's new and it's and it's clean and like, um, that that is certainly part of it. Um I've been to both venues. Yeah, I've also and been to HMAC. HMAC is a cool venue. It's weird. The vibe is is way off there, though. Um, Did they, you go upstairs or the back? Because there's like two. So venues, I've there? been in the little tiny tiny room, which is like off the one dining room. Yeah, yeah. That's where I saw Charlie Hunter with like mm-hmm. twenty other people. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was, and it's like this, that whole building. Like it used to be like a. I don't know, like a YMCA or some type of thing. Like it kind of has that kind of vibe because like the the upstairs venue, it looks like a gym. I think it was a gym with like a stage and whatever. Uh Maybe it was a school. Actually, that probably makes more sense. It It was like a school. It looks like like a cafeteria auditorium. Cafeteria situation. Yeah. Um, But I saw, I've only been to, I think I've only been to two shows there. So it was Charlie Hunter in the very, very tiny room, very Mm -hmm. tiny stage. Um, And then I was in the big room for Jimmy World. Oh, you saw Jimmy World there? Yeah, dude. It was so good. How long ago was that? Not that long ago. Really? Fall of twenty nineteen, maybe? Like re like like pre pandemic, really? but not that not that pre Jimmy World there. Jimmy Eat World there. First off, why would they come to Harrisburg and not I don't just know. like go to Baltimore or Pittsburgh or I Philly? I know. Packed, sold out. It was great Obviously. though. Okay. It, it was it was a really incredible show. I saw Jimmy World in, in Cleveland. Years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like at the height sure. of Jimmy Eat World. And this is my first time seeing them too. But again, like not like three, maybe four years ago, but I think really like three years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, really great show. And again, kind of a cool spot like that they're playing this old like cafe mm-hmm. situation, like upstairs in this old yeah. house kind of I, stuff. I or old saw school. Crap. Sungazer. school. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Sungazer there. Yeah. That was the last show I saw before the pandemic. Okay. It was great. Yeah. I did not stick I gotta around see for the that. headliners. Oh, that's right. I remember the that. headliner. Who are they? It was like the the two like saxophone players who put things in their bells. Oh, Moon Hooch. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna stick around for this. I like Moon Hooch. I'd be curious what a Moon Hooch if I would like a Moon Hooch show. Um, or if I'd you, get. You know what? It would be very it. similar to the show you saw. At Exa- with with Thank You Scientist, I think. Disagree. <laughs> the yeah. <laughs> with with the the people who are really high oh fair enough yeah. yeah also the the merch tables consisted of consider the source and all their stuff uh thank you scientists and all their stuff and then some person selling uh uh pins like just randomly pins like and, and um glass um smoking paraphernalia okay probably had a uh, for tobacco use only obviously thing my favorite version of that that I've seen is the 
It says for tobacco use only, and then has the Agatha Harkness giving the big old wink. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that in a bunch of memes at different places. I was like, yep, correct. That's exactly what that is. That's hilarious. Uh, All right. So we talk we about two here? tunes here. Eventually. And we haven't talked about any tunes yet. No. But That's what people are here for, the banter. <laughs> Some people are. Some people. If you are, tell us in the Discord. Yeah. There's a link in the description. Give us a topic. We'll, we'll riff for a yeah. while. Oh, don't we have an email to answer? There's like 10 questions okay. and they're really good. Well, I think that's going to be, we should do, we should do one or two. I think that's a whole episode. Like it's really good. Like all those questions. Well, well pull, except let's, for one. Let's do one. Let's do one at the end. At the end. Yeah. All right. I'll just, okay. Anyway. So anyway, who's first? I'm you're first. You're first. Uh, Sam Tiznes. Hang on. T-I-N-N-E-S-Z. <laughs> I should have thought about this. I was like. Tiznes. I don't really know how to pronounce their last name. And uh, I apologize because we don't do to. any research whatsoever. But you I remember have... we used to do research. <laughs> yeah, that episode really one. Good. Yeah. Like the last time I, I did. I want to say Tinez. Tinez. Okay, so Sam. T-I-N-N-E-S-C. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Tinez. Um, you have most likely heard the voice and music of Nashville-based alternative artist Sam Tinez and not even known it. Mm. This is because his songs often find homes in the most widely viewed shows on television, okay. like Riverdale, oh. All-American, and World of Dance. Mm-hmm. I in don't pro watch sports, any of those shows. I, I, don't I mean, yeah, I don't either. I'm aware of Riverdale. In, in pro sports <coughs> broadcasts like NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, and UFC, and, yeah, and then in uh, national ads for campaigns such as Toyota, Samsung, Jeep, and Target, and many more. So he's, like, all over the place as far as, like, sync licensing, okay. which is awesome. I'm curious now. I'm going to pull up his biggest. His biggest hit and see if you know what it is. This so, is Play With Fire featuring Yacht Money. Okay. But uh, the shows that I eh, – Quantico, The Good Doctor, The Rookie, I would watch those shows. Uh, uh-huh. The Divergent series, Allegiant. Okay. Uh hunger game mockingjay part two uh-huh. and spider-man homecoming okay are also he has songs on songs there. in the yeah. reason i'm gonna play this song a little bit okay i'm just curious if i know it it's got 188 million streams i can imagine what's going on mm-hmm. like either either a it's a commercial right mm-hmm. for like this week on Quantico. Mm. Or it's like somebody's died or like there's a big um, a epic battle. Not battle, but like mm-hmm. like I'm thinking ro- the Rookie and Quantico, which are both like kind of cop shows. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard this actually. Actually, it's sounding I might have, familiar. I might have heard this in... in um, Sounds like a commercial. How, what was the... Uh, Lucifer. Oh, okay. It sounds like it was. It could be on that. Mm-hmm. Either way, that totally makes sense. Uh, that song. This song. I want to know what your thoughts on the lyrics are, and when we get there, um, hmm. we'll do it. Anyways, he's, this song's called Antisocial. He's got three covers. Smells like Teen Spirit. Head like a hole. And Hey Man, Nice Shot. Cool. Interesting. Okay. When I heard this, I'm like, I think that that Brandon would like Brandon's this. gonna like this. Yeah. I used to go parties. I used to drive my car. It's. I used to talk to people. I was trying to formulate my thoughts on this really tune. I don't dislike it. Okay. But now my weekdays turn into weekends. I, it's catchy, which I like. 
It's very, the lyrics are very zeitgeisty. Yeah. Right? Which, that, not a problem. I like that um, one. But it, ooh, my neighbors think I'm dead. Yeah. It's, it's very, I'm sure very much a take on certainly like mental health things and whatever. And like, I just want to be like away from people and whatever. And also like probably like, um, results of the pandemic and stuff too. Okay. Like All right. people, some people, especially introverted people, mm-hmm. um, were like, what? I got to stand. I saw actually a very funny TikTok TikTok about, um, at least when you catch COVID, like two years ago, spring of, you know, spring of 2020 catching COVID and we're like, Oh my God, like my whole world is ending and blah, blah, blah. You freak out. And it's like spring of 2022, you catch COVID and you're like, Oh no, I have to stay in my house for 10 <laughs> days and not see anybody. Oh shoot. Or whatever. So mm-hmm. like, anyway, maybe it's like a little bit of a take on that okay. of like, I want to like, maybe he wants to be antisocial a little bit, but also maybe he doesn't. And I don't know. All right. So I'm going to go back to my favorite line. Yeah. Yeah, it's catchy and it's good and it's I don't I don't know that it's something that is grabbing me and wanting me to okay. want guiding me to listen to more of right. his stuff, I guess. I don't know. Here here's here's a twist, or at least my thought. Yeah. Maybe it's not about um like what you just explained. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's about like they got into a new relationship mm. and they don't want to go out anymore because they just want to spend time with mm-hmm. that person. Because I think like near the end, it, it, it kind of gets and is like, you make me antisocial mm-hmm. because like I just want to stay inside. Like, I, like I, I'm liking not going outside. But why could be like, well, I just like hanging out with this person yeah. and just keeping that to myself. Yeah, no, that's, I, I buy that. And then this one. I'm losing all my friends, but saving so much money. I hate everybody but you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I want to stay inside yeah, and just hang no, out with you. Yeah, no, that's cool. I dig it. But apparently you've all heard him before. Yeah. Just maybe not this song. So I was going to call you out a little bit. Uh, yeah. Because you're very much... not You're not anti-single, but you like albums and EP. You oh, like yeah, yeah, collected yeah. editions yeah, of yeah. things. 100%. And before last week's episode with Cliff Diver, uh-huh. the version you had sent me was the single. Yeah. But I, you had then explained... I actually forgot to bring this up last week. You had explained that it was off of the new album and you were actually listening to the album but just chose the sing- like the lead single. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you sent me this one, which is a single. This is totally 100% single. And then single. I think next week's... Because we're gonna do a few today. I think it is the single. Is also but, a single, but again, off of a, that one especially is off of an upcoming album. But yeah. I was gonna bust your chops. Well, that a album bit for, out for doing a lot of singles. Well, I gotta give you one song. Sure. I can't like. But you're be like. Here, listen to this album. No, no, no. But I mean, <laughs> Pick like a song. I, don't I didn't. Care. I, like I said, last week's I did not realize was from an album that was out yet. Okay. I that band I would assume leading towards an album. Mm-hmm. Next week's episode, I would also assume your tune coming from an album. Well, this you, though, 
Samson as I'm thinking it, it's a whole it's it a might single. be eventually an EP or something but it, yeah, it, it, it very much feels like the type of artist that's going to be doing more single based yeah totally stuff, you know because they're I think they're in the let me get my music yep. onto as many TV shows and in as many sure. movies as possible right. commercials Make stuff like that that bread Samson as I hope we're saying your name right also yeah for some reason I may have actually do I no, I only got one. Never mind. I'm a liar. Yeah, it's good. It's catchy. I figured you'd like it. It's formulaic, which oh, again, 100%. not a problem. It's like it's it's not a like make your art, make money off of your art. Like, <laughs> please, it's fun. It's a fun song, guys. Go listen yeah. to more of of them. Um, but I thought you would like like the lyrical mm-hmm. and how it's oh kind for of sure yeah yeah, yeah. Really, happy yeah I, really I don't think like, it's like the best song in the world yeah. but like it's a it's a good. Huh? It's a bop, as no one says. There's people who say yeah, that. Kind of say it. I don't say it, but all right. I'm up next. You're up next with your your songs from early 2000. So this song, I forget what even made me think about this song. Um. So you had it. You listened. To I it. have this album. You listened to it in the early 2000s. Okay. So here's my here's my story. The one year that. Um, the warp tour was in Hershey. It was only okay. one year. I think they were doing I think they were doing um B-Mart. construction or, or remodeling or something to the to the venue up in Scranton. Okay. Scranton Wilkesbury, which is the Montage Mountain. Because mm-hmm. it it was there every other year pretty much. Yeah. Um but for one year, for whatever reason, I think it was because whatever venue they were gonna be at didn't work. They had it in Hershey. Mm-hmm. I had never been to Warp Tour before. Did not know how it worked. Just knew that there were a bunch of bands that I like. You know, I, I had some of the compilations and stuff up till that point. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the year, to be honest. Was it in the 90s or early 2000s? <clears throat> uh, early 2000s. I would. Okay. Man, I want to say th- oh, 03 or oh, 04. Right. The first Warp Tour I ever went to was like, I want to say 98 or 97. So one of the early ones. Yeah. I mean, it had been going on. But when did like, it start? Like 93, 94? No idea. Because didn't it go for like 25 years when it stopped in like 2018? Uh, the 25th anniversary was the year after they stopped it. And they oh, only okay. had two shows. And they did that like... And they did like one on the West Coast, one right, on the East, right, right. East okay. Coast. Or maybe three, which would be one in Chicago. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. But anyway, so they did it They did it one year in Hershey. Um, I was working summer camp with my, my friend Scott. Um we actually one of the junior counselors that we had which is like kids who have aged out of the the ymca like youth day camp program but they're like 13 14 mm-hmm. they could 2004 okay they could apply to be like junior counselors so the one kid we had i think he was like 14 at the time he was a junior counselor but my friend scott had was like like babysat him mm-hmm. so we got permission from his parents because, like, he was into all that music and stuff, and like, we were going, and his parents were like, "Could you take him? Like, is that, is that okay?" Like, we're like, yeah, yes. Yeah. So we took. It's like me and my friend Scott. We're like twenty. We have this fourteen-year-old kid with us at the show. It starts at like noon usually. Let's say it goes like noon to like eight or noon to nine, something like that. So we get there at like two or three because again, we don't know how it works. I did not realize that the big bands play all day. Mm-hmm. So by the time we got there, like three o'clock or whatever, Newfound Glory had already played. Somebody else pretty big had already played. The older bands? Because we just didn't know that at the time. Would So it's like, it's random, right? Yes. Like it's supposedly random, but yeah, it's yeah. not really random. It's like, I think we're going to save the biggest 
kind of for like the the last but like it doesn't like if you haven't been on the tour for a while like yeah. it's like no you, you, this is your first year you're playing at 11 o'clock yeah but i i also feel I'm like looking de- at the lineup by the sure way. but depending on like the size of the bands like i feel like they some of them kind of get rotated in yeah it's probably like if you went and saw it a bunch of times you might end up seeing the same four bands as mm-hmm. sort of the the later ones but i think that this was the tour that we we played okay uh we played a couple dates but they were all like south like okay. i think pittsburgh was the first date that we played uh-huh. and then we went down the coast and then back up gotcha but like because i remember like <laughs> we, we saw billy talent <coughs> every day okay and i know that coheed was on that so i'm looking mm-hmm. at this and i'm like oh yeah. yeah and that and that that makes sense that makes sense so yeah this is the does it have the actual like times uh not the times but it has like their set lists okay did fallout boy really play yeah but that would have been before anybody knew who they were i think 2004 yeah i was listening to a podcast it's the uh the the a band called punchline podcast and they were talking about this venue called the hangout which is how many theaters are in midtown cinema just one three movie theaters it's three movie theaters Mm -hmm. okay so imagine there's only two Mm -hmm. and that's a venue but they only use the one side. Okay. So in in like Edinburgh. Okay. I don't know if you know where that is. I've all. been to Edinburgh. Okay. So small town. So Punchline played there like a whole bunch, but mm-hmm. like Follow Boy played there mm-hmm. and Taking Back Sunday played there. Mm-hmm. Like all these bands that were like, like the next year or two years were like, whew, playing. Yeah, we're not playing arenas this. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's pretty fun. And I never saw any of those bands at that place, even though like I lived 20 minutes right. from it. Right, yeah. Well, because you wouldn't have known them. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't want to go see any of these bands. I don't yeah. know these bands. I wasn't really like into that at that point. Sure. Okay, so summer 2004. Summer 2004. Roll you in. saw Anti-Flag as well. I Pro- know you didn't. Probably not. But anyway, so we roll in. <laughs> Again, we don't really know how it works. We know Bowling like, for soup. Here's the thing. Yeah. First band we encounter on the way in. So it was at Hershey Park Stadium. So if you've been there, it was kind of like all yeah. spread out. The, the the main stage, like if you go to a concert there now, mm-hmm. split in half, you know, band playing every 25 minutes, whatever, on either side. Um, there was also this like little, I think it was the Ernie Ball stage, and it was like a trailer that yeah, yeah. just like opened up into mm-hmm. a stage. Mm-hmm. Bowling for Soup is playing right as we walk in, and I just think, that is a large man playing a guitar. <laughs> He's very big. Again, before I knew who they were, I, we did sort of know the name. I was like, oh, that's an interesting name. But we kind of make our way to the main stage area. Um, and of the bands I saw, I don't remember the order and whatever, but I saw Yellow Card. I saw Story of the Year. I saw Taking Back Sunday. Um, I want to say I saw Thursday. Might have even seen Interpol. Um but again, we had missed Newfound Glory. We had missed somebody else that we had wanted to see. But we saw a bunch of cool bands that, that we really liked. Um, off to the side of the main stage, like I really think, like in my memory, it was like next to the main stage, mm-hmm. but facing like perpendicular to like where the main stage was going was this other like little stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, in my memory, I can't re- like, that's where it was. But also I'm thinking like, how would you have ever heard anybody from that? stage when there's like literally the main stage right the next anyway after i saw yellow card play i'm standing off to the side watching this little stage and there's this band and it's sherwood i find out you know and they're really really good i really like them as i'm standing there this guy 
just kind of like strolls up and is also into them and just kind of standing there. And I just kind of like, you know, like you just peek uh-huh. over like, and it's the violin player from Yellcard, uh-huh. <laughs> just like chilling. And I was like, Oh, I was like, Hey man, great show. He's like, Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm looking this and up. And then we were both like, Oh yeah, these guys are great. <laughs> like Sherwood, they're really good. Um, so anyway, so I bought their CD, um, which this song is off of. And I just, it's just been one of those bands that like, I'll come back to every now and then. And I just like, um, it's just like good California poppy, music and stuff so Mm -hmm. what'd you find there well i'm just like okay so we only played four dates okay and we played the four dates before the hershey of course so barkettstown uh pennsylvania which is basically pittsburgh yep camden new New jersey yep uh new york city yep well not really new york city Mm -hmm. randall's island okay and then uh english town uh new jersey which was uh raceway park and i think did my chemical romance play not maybe your show but Uh like then because i'm pretty sure that i i i know just before they broke too no no they they were huge at that point it was was what what's it called out at that point three cheers for sweet revenge he he was wearing that was out okay uh he was was wearing a bulletproof vest okay so then if that was out then then yes they were i think so that might have been one of the other bands than than that i saw or maybe the one that i missed yeah yeah Um, yeah. because i i definitely saw them on the next year's warp tour also which is where i did see fallout boy um no that doesn't make sense officially for like the first time and that was like the summer that they kind of broke too but anyway so that's where i that's my story of how i got into sherwood um they had uh, they eventually signed to myspace records (laughs) yeah uh which is interesting. I was kind of reading a little bit about them and um, they were being courted by like a bunch of different record labels and stuff and they kind of were holding out, holding out and they signed to MySpace Records, which I thought was interesting. But I'm sure in 2008, that seemed like a really good plan. Where are they from? California. I think it's San Luis Obispo. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's funny because I, I try to look at this band on here and mm-hmm. I don't like this is like every band that played and what dates they played and mm-hmm. they're not on it. Mm. But they my, definitely play. I mean, like that's where but, I. But my band is on. This <laughs> was just like this doesn't make sense. Yeah. But yeah, and this was the song that I really gravitated towards of off the album. I really like the whole album. But um, also, I found out where their name came from. Where do you think their name came from, Sherwood? um sherwood forest yep but more specific than that is that they apparently joked about what if we made an album or somebody made an album of you know how like um darks of the moon lines up with yeah. the Wizard of Oz. yeah they're like what if somebody made an album that lined up with the cartoon version of the of robin hood <laughs> did they do that though no but that's where the name came from so sherwood forest yes but more specifically what if somebody made mm-hmm. an album that lined up to that movie interesting anyway so here's your 2005 song yeah (laughs) which i thought was weird wait did we discuss does it line up or no no it's just like what if they did i like his voice a lot too yeah this is totally 2005 like punchline Uh sounds like that which we're gonna have them on soon Again, it's poppy, punky. It's not like pop punk, but it's yeah, poppy with like a well, little early, bit of early, early to that like before the mid aughts, but before Blink kind of like just defined what pop punk was. Uh, no, they they were and, already doing that, I think, at this point. Yeah, but then you can also say that this is kind. This is similar also to um, 
uh, Reliant K a little uh-huh. bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like and they time. toured with them also, mm-hmm. I saw. This is one of those songs that I'm like, wish I could just like make a karaoke track out of any song. <laughs> and this would be one. And like, I'd have to like bring it to the people and be like, here, pop this in. I don't know. It's just like really good pop music. Yeah. They had a bunch of lineup changes too. They officially broke up in like in 2012. Came back in like 2016, I think, with like a crowdfunded album. Yeah. I haven't listened to it, but I listened to this album and then the album right after it, which might have been the one that was on MySpace Records. There was also like a little blurb on their thing that I guess there was an EP that was uh, released exclusively through AbsolutePunk.net. <laughs> But it had like 20,000 downloads and stuff, which okay. is kind of cool. So, And then a little breakdown section, just the acoustic guitars. And some sort of organ-y keyboard thing in the background. The last, the last thing they put out was in 2016. Yeah, that was the crowdfunded, hey, we're back for one album thing. Yeah. After a four-year hiatus. Yeah. Free from a recording contract. <laughs> of MySpace Records. Was everything released on MySpace? No, this was not. And then, call back to the beginning stuff. This is part if I did it at karaoke, I'd have to like teach people. Yeah. And I'd want to like loop it longer. It'd be fun though fades out too soon it does fade out way too soon yeah. like it needs to, like that needs to it, go for like another 10 seconds it needs so. to build yeah yeah it's just fun though man like their their whole thing it's very california to me yeah um again like i like i'm certain like i i bet like the beach boys are as much of an influence as <laughs> No, like, but, but for no, real though. No, no, no. Do you know no the reason I'm laughing okay. is because I just read that. Oh, doesn't <laughs> it's say like, that actually. Members of the band cite the Beatles and the Beach Boys okay. as some of their yeah, main yeah, influences. Yeah, for sure. But I'm thinking you could hear, you could hear like if they said like, okay, yeah, the Beatles for sure, um, but the Beach Boys, like California Boys and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. even like, yeah, but oh, then, the, but also they're touring alongside like Reliant K and they're on Warp Tour mm-hmm. and. You know, they did they open up for Yellow Card? Do you still have their thing open? Like that wouldn't surprise me too if they uh, like, it didn't played it, with them. I but like, um, I don't really see Hello Goodbye say anything. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Reliant K, May, uh, Motion City soundtrack. Yep. Academy is. Yep. Uh, well, no, that's um, no, that's that's about the the Warp Tour. Okay, that's not. But still, like, with. like I, if you told me they were on with all those people, I'd be like, yep, I get it, hundred percent, totally get it. So yeah, this is off of Sing But Keep Going, which yep. I guess was actually their uh, their first album. They had an EP before that, EPs after it. 88% rating on uh, AbsolutePunk.net. 12 tunes coming in at 33 minutes, roughly. Let's, oh, is, um, is it defunct? Oh, it's not on there anymore. You can't go to AbsolutePunk.net. Mm, I remember that. I remember that website. Yeah, same. And now um, it goes to Chorus FM. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. Uh Original sound has been admitted to be the Get Up Kids meets Mineral meets Further Seems Forever. Strong ties to standard sets. Standards set by the Beach Boys. Interesting. 
cool. So, yeah. Yeah. But I like that album. I like um, A Different Light, which is their second album. Also, I have both of those. Um, couldn't speak to anything else, but yeah. Good, solid pop music. Anything else you'd like to add? Well, aren't we going to answer the question? Oh, I forgot. We got a question. We got an email. Yes. From who again? You're leaving dead air. I know. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to say this person's name. Oh, okay. That's Bell, okay. Bell Books. I'm going to say it's from Bell Books. Bell Books. All right. They are on the Discord. Great. Um, You already mentioned that. That's a dumb question. What is it? What's your favorite podcast that is not your own that you listen to well, let's, all let's, the time and why? Let's go into a couple of them, though, because I've got a few. So uh, you... You go you go in and out on podcasts, or you just get like way back up on podcasts. I get I get backed up. All right. So, but you go you go first. Um, okay. So, I'm caught up on most podcasts that I listen to, but mm-hmm. like anything but with Kevin Smith. That's how I got into podcasts mm-hmm. was Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Smodcast, uh, Fat Man Beyond, mm-hmm. um, Hollywood Babylon. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Babylon doesn't really happen that often anymore because of the pandemic. Like it's a live thing. Like they they want an audience and it's really, it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. It's great. Mm -hmm. Um, But it doesn't happen that often. Mm -hmm. Um, And then tell them Steve, Dave, those are all like related to that. Is Smodcast the main one? (laughs) It used to be. Now it doesn't happen that often. Okay. I heard one of the podcasts I will talk about. They, they reference that one in Kevin Smith sometimes too. And I think they have said that that one doesn't kind of happen yeah. as much. So. Like it, it was almost a year between episodes because he's, but he's like, if you want to hear Kevin Smith talk, he has like 10 other podcasts sure. that he comes on. Yeah. Um, and those are kind of just like comedy podcasts or mm-hmm. just like people talking about nothing. Mm-hmm. So they don't really like, Oh, it's about this. Like mm-hmm. our podcast has like a premise where it's sure. like, let's bring two podcasts or two songs and talk about them yeah. where all those are just like, let's us two get, or us three get in a room and talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then do, 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 I'll just go to my listen to first mm-hmm. playlist. That one doesn't happen anymore. That one doesn't happen anymore. Grr. Shows. Um, I, yeah. I'll just go down through my whole list. Go for it. Uh, a band called Punchline. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite, but it's a it's it's a hit. It's basically a, a documentary podcast made by Punchline, mm-hmm. which is really cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. Wong Notes, I'm really digging right now, but more because it's like I'm a guitar player and yep. these are other guitar players. And yeah. I'm like okay, that's cool. I kind of <coughs> dive in and out of of podcasts that that deal. M- deal with music but mm-hmm. like music business and, and that that kind of goes in and out mm-hmm. um or most of them are just music yeah like and besides that so uh novo podcast that's made by a guitar company novo guitars okay and they are have been interviewing like their employees mm-hmm. and then talking about like what's the rock and roll question of the week it's like okay well what band do you want to join but you got to kick out a member so okay. they've got questions like that and then they've got like, that spot of the beatles but paul you're you're out because i'm playing bass now. exactly okay and then also it's like well what guitar would you own if if you could own a guitar but like it never got into the hands of the person that made it famous <laughs> okay 
So it's like, yeah, like I want that guitar, but then it, it doesn't have the fame, which means it's like you you're getting a guitar that's a good guitar because mm-hmm. it's a good guitar. I want the Corey Wong, whatever, but Corey Wong doesn't exist or Corey Wong never. Had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in defense of ska, uh-huh. I, that one I've been listening to like all the time. Yeah. Um, Krista makes a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, bum Strong. And songs. those are all must listens for you, right? I listen to them weekly mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. i'm caught up because i've kind of got like a tiered i'll go over that in a minute here when you're yeah. over your finish well but. well the cory wong i'm i'm i haven't caught up sure. like i'm like i listened since the since the um the john mayer one. the john mayer episode mm-hmm. so i'm like the, i just finished or i'm current just but I'm about not. finished with the victor wooten one which is really really good yeah yeah I, that was re- really good i always like listening to him i want to i want to talk like victor wooten <laughs> like he's just like i talk fast like in my, le- so he was talking about like lessons, right? And mm-hmm. He's like how he gives lessons and, and I feel that like my lessons, I'm like rushing mm-hmm. to like give the person as much information as possible mm-hmm. in a short amount of time. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm talking really fast, but I want you to go slow. Mm-hmm. But then Victor Wooten just sounds like calm and wise. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's the guru up on the hill. Yeah, and he just says like, like that one little sentence, and it blows your whole brain open. Yeah. Meanwhile, you can say an hour's worth of stuff, which is valuable, by the way, but doesn't quite connect. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, it, there's moments in that episode too where Corey's even like, Whoa. like you can hear no, Corey's yeah, yeah. brain breaking open or whatever, like having these insights. Yeah, I was listening at the, to it at as the well. moment, and, so and being like, oh. so that's that's the reason I'm listening to that podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also listening to or catching back up, which it's not really catching back up because I never actually started listening to it. But all of the episodes are like on my feed. Uh, it's the new music business podcast. Okay. <clears throat> where um, it's, what's his name? Uh, Ari Herstand. Okay. <clears throat> he wrote a book called The New Music Business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought I, I think the you've book, referenced it before. The I book's feel awesome. Like. Okay. It's like as business. Yeah, yeah. Like if you want to know stuff about the music business and it's not dry, mm-hmm. like it's, it's really good. And then his thing but i'm like back into like i think the first ep- episode was like right before the po- the pandemic and mm-hmm. then the second episode was during the pandemic yeah, yeah. so it's like it went from like yeah this is a live show like i'm interviewing people in person and it's like oh by the way we're interviewing over skype now mm-hmm. and just a ton of stuff but yeah. it's like um it's like the manager of jp Sachs, mm-hmm. and then it's the uh, the manager of um oh, what's the the piano player with uh ableist Victoria Canal. Victoria Canal. Mm-hmm. Like so her manager is is on that. Okay. And and so it's like the people behind the people mm-hmm. that they're talking to. But they'll also talk to artists <coughs> to to figure out stuff. Yeah. Um But yeah, I mean I guess it just like goes in and out of like what's your favorite? Obviously mm-hmm. lead sing lead singer syndrome. We've mm-hmm. talked about that. Um I don't know. Like what my favorite one is. Yeah. It just depends. Like right now I'm like really into like, I need to listen to more music business type mm-hmm. stuff or guitar centric ones. Yeah. But the ones that kind of always are there are all those Smodcast ones because yeah. I've been listening since 2009. Right. Maybe even before that. Yeah. Like the reason that I'm doing podcasts is because of Kevin Smith. Right. Yeah. Cool. My turn. Yeah. All right. So my, I'll give, so how I got into podcasts um this american life which is just a radio show but then they did it on the internet or whatever so yeah. you can listen to it so that's kind of how i started listening um 
because I really like that show, but couldn't always like listen to it live. And then WTF mm-hmm. with Mark Marin. Those are like the two that got me in. Um, this American Life, I actually don't really listen to anymore. Just there's just to too it. much other stuff. Now I've listened to like things that they've helped, like Serial and, and mm-hmm. S Town, like things that they've. Oh, those are those are great. Serial and S Town kind of put out like through their thing. Um, and WTF. So there's for me, it's kind of like a tiered system. There's the ones that I listen to every week mm-hmm. because I want to, and like I just I like need to listen to these ones every week. So those would be the Weekly Planet, which is my absolute favorite podcast. Um, Two Australian guys. They're basically like you and I, except instead of talking about music, they're talking about like the pop culture, geek, nerd culture stuff, which is all like kind of in one every week. So uh, they'll talk about like the news of the week. They'll talk about like a main topic, which like, so like last week was about Multiverse of Madness Mm because that had just come out. Um, And then they'll do, they do a segment called um, What Are We Reading? Which is where they're just, what what are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to recently? And then they do like a letter segment and then like that's that's the show every week. So it's very standardized kind of thing, but you know, the, the news and the topics and the things change. From getting into that podcast, they have their own network. Their network used to be more expansive and included several other mostly mm-hmm. Australian podcasts, um, which a number of them have kind of split off and then they kind of just consolidated just to the stuff that like the main three people do. So it's like the two guys from Weekly Planet and then the one guy's wife. Um, but from there, I got to learn about some other podcasts that I listen to. So Tofop is one that I listen to each week, um, which features Will Anderson, who's an Australian comedian, and Charlie Clausen, who's an Australian actor and director and writer. And they're just buds and they just talk like about whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no set format or anything to their show. It's just like, this happened to me this week or this thing, I was watching this or whatever. They have some through line things, obviously, but they just call it like a comedy conversation between two old mates. So that's one I listen to every week. Puck Soup, which is a hockey podcast, which has gone through several iterations now of different hosts and things. But if you like hockey and want to kind of keep up on on the news of the week and stuff um, and hear people who write about hockey for a living, like talk about it. It's a great podcast for that. Um, those are like the main ones I like have to listen to each week. Um, and then I kind of will get on certain ones that I either go in and out of, or I like cherry pick a little bit, um, like depending on who the guest is. So like WTF, Mm -hmm. I used to listen to every single episode as it came out and now I don't as much anymore. So it's like, if I see this person's name, I will definitely listen to that. If I don't, I'll skip over it. Um, same with like Krista makes a podcast. I actually haven't listened to that in a while, but I'm still subscribed mm-hmm. and I'll see certain ones that I like want to keep in, in my feed and other ones I'll get rid of. Um, long notes, same deal. I don't need to listen to all those. I'll jump in and out. Um, do go on, which is a great podcast. Um, again, another Australian one, mm-hmm. uh, it's three comedians and each week one of them does a report on a different topic. Okay. Like, like a literal, like, like a book you report. did research and a, yeah, or like a, like a report you would deliver in history class or whatever. Um, it's about like a person or a, a, a an, uh, an event or something like that has happened. Um, but those same with those, like I could listen to them every week, um, and find it interesting. Like whatever topic they talk about is always interesting, but I, I mostly cherry pick that one too of like topics that do seem more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a couple of, of ones that are sort of exclusive only to, um, the weekly planet guys. They have their own version of their Patreon. It's called big sandwich. So okay. I subscribe to that. There's spinoff podcasts that are just on there. Um, one of other, or a couple other ones that are kind of interesting that are kind of niche that I'll listen to in, in, in periodically is like the arrangers podcast, which is two guys graduated from North Texas. 
they talk about specific things about arranging music and stuff, um, different projects that they've worked on and different things. Note Doctors is pretty cool. It's a music theory and pedagogy podcast. Um, actually, a couple of my, several of my friends have been interviewed on there, which is cool. Um, scoring Notes, which is uh, about like music notation software and stuff and how to use it. Um, that one's kind of interesting time to time. FOFOP, which is a spinoff of TOFOP. <laughs> So TOFOP stands for 30-odd foot of pod, which is a take on the Russell Crowe brand, Russell Crowe band 30-odd foot, foot of grunt or something like that. Okay. Um, but FOFOP is like the fake TOFOP. <laughs> so it's these two guys. And then what they started with the FOFOP thing is one of them wouldn't be on, and then they would have like a guest on and interview them and talk to them and stuff. Um so I listen to that periodically. Third Story, which I've referenced on here before, mm-hmm. great one about interviewing um, uh, musicians and stuff. Why Is This Happening with Chris Hayes is one I go in and out on. It's um, He's on MSNBC, and so it's like usually about topical things. Um, I listened to a really good one recently with um, Ellie Mistal, who, who writes about um, – like the constitution and the Supreme court and stuff. Um, and they were talking about like all this recent news with like the Roe v. Wade stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, some, some other ones I'll like get really into and then I'll kind of like pull back from and stuff. Um, um, there's, Oh man, there's one I started, I got really into during the, the pandemic and stuff and I've, I've kind of gotten away from it. It's called sorry, I'm sad. Um, and it's this woman who's her husband's a former hockey player and he's a hockey executive and he develops, um, ALS mm-hmm. and it's about their journey of going through that and and trying to get in different trials and trying to find help and research and stuff and then she also talks to other people who have who've just dealt with grief and things in their life in different ways that they deal with it um long form podcast is really interesting where people they interview um people who write in long form so whether you write books or you write articles or different things um i I just have like this whole list um a new one i just got into and it's it's really accessible because it's like five minute episodes all the time it's called rhapsody in black and it's all about black musicians Mm -hmm. throughout history current older you know whatever it's really it, it really is it's these like five minute chunks um it's really it's really quite good yeah, I, I could keep going. I listen to Mike Birbiglia's podcast, The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill, we reference. Like, yeah, we, we there's, both. There's ones like that that I'll get into that are kind of like, I'll just like dive into that for a bit and, mm-hmm. then, I'm, and then I'm out, you know, because it's done or or whatever. Um, I have so many on here that I subscribe to that I don't even listen to anymore. I should just get off of them. But um, I like the Marvel ones too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done a Wastelanders series, a bunch of those, but the, the Wolverine ones are pretty good. But aren't those like, Storytelling? They're like serial storytelling things. So would that be considered a podcast? I mean, yeah, because it's an internet radio show, but... But isn't that it just a radio show? Yeah, but it's on the internet, so it's a podcast. I don't know. Okay. Uh, one more that's just a, a really funny one. Oh, I listen to Office Ladies, too. This is not my one more. <laughs> Ten I, more. I got into it because I was like, oh, it's two members of The Office doing like a deep dive on the, on that show. Oh, now yeah. there's like a million versions of that. I don't know if they were the first. I don't think they were. I think. But I, I think, think the first got... was Battlestar Gal- or the the uh, the the uh, what did they call it? It was Battlestar Galactica podcast, right? That that Mark Bernardin and then Trisha Helfer right. rewatched. I you rewatched that yeah, they yeah. rewatched every single episode, and that was sponsored by Sci-Fi. And I think people saw it's like, oh, we could we could do this, right? Yeah, because so the I... guys from Scrubs have one now. Yeah, some other people have one, but the Office Ladies one. 
it's not a favorite, but I find it interesting because it's a show like obviously I've watched a ton of. Mm-hmm. I the show the one I would really love to hear about is Seinfeld. If they did a version of that with Seinfeld, who would you want it to be? Larry hosting? David, okay. and Jerry. Not not as guests, but as like the hosts. Larry like, David and Jerry Seinfeld. Do you think they'd do? I don't think they'd no, do that. No, they would not. They're too big. And they've talked about it enough and whatever, I think, in time. But um, but anyway, so obviously this is one that now I'm just listening to as like a completist. Like I just want to get through it. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just they go on too many tangents. Are whatever. they done yet? No, they're in the middle of season six. Okay. So like Steve Carell's still on the show. They got a whole another like mm-hmm. most of well, the rest of this season and then most of season seven yeah, I'm before thinking... Will Ferrell shows up. Like, I think maybe by the time they get to that, I might drop off because mm-hmm. that's when, to me, the show doesn't get as good and as interesting. Mm-hmm. So I might drop off at that point. But the one more I wanted to mention, another Australian Australian one. I listen to a bunch of Australian ones. Um, it's called Confessions of the Idiots. Again, this is one that I dip in and out of depending on who the guests are. Mm-hmm. But the host, um, Sammy P, he's a, he's a comedian. But he goes, and he goes on those like... Uh, like Reddit forums and finds like where people make confessions and stuff. And then he like reads through them and they like make fun of these people and they talk about it and stuff. And it's, some of them are really, really funny and some of them are very disturbing and whatever, but it's, it's kind of funny to hear them read these. So there you go. There's like 90 million podcasts. If anybody's interested, what's your favorite? All of these. Well, I think both of us said that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but I think that's, that's cool too. That's like, if you ask me like, what's what's your favorite listening to or your favorite movie? Well, Who's this? Is there another question that's maybe not going to take us 20 minutes to answer? Or should no, we save I, th- it for I, th- I think we should save it for next time. Save it for other things. All right. Let's do one more next time. Okay. All right. You like that. I do like it. I like, I like when it's not just us having to think of things in some way. I don't know. No, it's great. Yeah. But yeah, we could either do a special episode because I think a lot of these, like we could do one episode on one question. Sure. We could. We could just talk about podcasts, but mm-hmm. um, this is a great one. Um, Miss Bell. Okay. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. All right. right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Find us on social media. Oh yeah, it, just join join the Discord. Google it's in it. the description. Uh, Two Tunes Podcast yeah. at gmail.com Send us an Send email. Us email. We'll, re- we'll read your yeah. your. Oh, questions. I need to I need to do the the response of like the the, the automated right. response. Go, I have to there. pick it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Tell like, your friends. Subscribe. Tell, tell your friends. Your tell your enemies. Tell your frenemies. Yeah. Tell your. Tell everyone. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>